right, it's 319. Welcome to the podcast edition of the show. Hi, Alex. Hi. How am I sounding? We we keep have to we, we keep having to tweak our mic here. You sound great. Oh, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I tried to have uh, first of all, it's Eric Chase and the fam. Welcome to the podcast edition of the show. Forgive me if I'm a little bit more erratic than usual. It's not because uh, I'm out of it by any means, but I'm like uh, 73% of the way through having bought a car and now <gasps> you some, are some of a lot of the balls are in the air. Do you want the I like balls in the air. Yes, you do. Thomas, you hear that? <laughs> Put it on mama's face. By the way, I have a pizza in the oven that should be finishing up soon, so you might hear the alarm go off. What kind of pizza? Just some little pizza bites, a little snacky snack. Okay. Um, so I'm, it looks like I got the deal that I'd like on this car. I'm going to sell my car to a place called Carvana. Oh, uh, you know what? You're the second person. One of my other girlfriends got a car from Carvana. Well, I'm selling it to them. Uh um, And they're going to give me, it looks like, like 600 more, I think, than than the dealer. And it's supposedly very easy. Now, I was ready to, you know, start signing stuff for the the car with Yark. Uh But um, since I'm leasing it, I need something called gap insurance. Do you know what that is? Uh, yeah, I remember you taught me about, Paul taught me about gap insurance, yeah. very briefly. Yeah, uh, short version is if you drive your car, you drive your lease vehicle like right off the lot and somebody yeah. plows into you, if you don't have gap insurance, it's very unlikely the amount of insurance you'll get for the car will not cover the cost of the car. Yeah, that's exactly what's happening to mom. She had gap insurance though, thank God. Yeah, Um. so Mazda doesn't, when you do it through the dealership, it would cost me like an extra $20 a month. Uh-huh. If your insurer offers it, it's like $20 a year. My insurer does not offer it, so I'm going to have to bail off a of State Farm. Oh, really? I have State Farm, so you're getting rid of it altogether? Well, it would make my homeowners go up, so I'm just going to have to yank the whole bundle. Yeah, Jesus. So um, I have some calls out. For that, but yeah, that's been the morning, and again, like last week, uh, Paul and I back and forth like crazy ever <laughs> since, like literally since five o'clock this morning. I love it. I'm all for conversation with Paul, even if it's just about cars. If that's if he gets in where he fits in, you know, that's just the uniqueness of your brother. If and I, I like him, if I could buy a car every month, our relationship was would be as any would be as good as any brother and sister out there. Well, so when I'm ready to get a car, which is hopefully, oh my God, Pete just snatched something off the table, oh, Jesus, which is hopefully in six months, um, then he can help with that too. He would love so to. So you're at you're going to Yark then? I yeah, love yeah. them also. Uh, um, yeah, and we'll cool. just leave, we'll just leave it with that. Um, so. <laughs> That's the that's the car stuff, and uh, I I was hoping I, I invited someone to visit with us today, and I know I didn't give you much that we're going to talk about because there's only like a, a smattering of, of things, and one of them is left over from Friday, which I think you'll be up to date on, and that's uh, the whole blade thing. You're familiar with this, right? Um, yeah, a little bit. All right, so sit tight. The okay. uh, the blade is owned by the Block family. They also yes. own uh, Buckeye. Um, and the, the wife, Susan Block, had some, some abhorrent and awful things to say when it comes to um, election things in this country and something along the lines of never give up, press on for freedom, and it was, it was disgraceful. So the, I did see that. The writers of The Blade, oh, oh, also, 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 one of the writers had their words changed, like just subtle things that only they would notice, that mm-hmm. made it seem less like one side's fault on Wednesday. So that, oh. set, the, that set the writers off. Yeah. Like, Who changed up. it? The, uh, the editors were forced to buy the blocks. Okay, understood. So your news was being influenced. But look, this is, if you couldn't already uh, intuitively figure it out, like mm-hmm. there is no like free press, free TV, free, no- like everybody gets their paycheck signed by somebody with an agenda. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and if you follow the, the Blade over the years, I guess a lot of their editorials that haven't come from 
um, the writers themselves or whatever have been right skewing, and that, that's fine. Like when you own a product, you can run it however you want, but there are consequences with that. Are we eating pizza rolls now? Yeah, 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 yeah. One second. No, you're fine. So I what? put the parchment paper directly on the rack, and I put the pizza on the parchment paper. There we go. Okay, done. You do like them a little crispy with some of the cheese coming out, right? So it's like a little DiGiorno um, individual pizza, like a little tiny one, but it's got stuffed crust. This <laughs> so is not let's a see snack. how that goes. This is dinner. <laughs> it might be. It might be. But my um, my lunch was sad, so I ended up sharing some of my lunch, which I didn't intend to. But the nice Alex, like I put my nice face on and did it, and now I'm still hungry. All right, I have stuff to ask you about personal over the weekend because we both vanished, but we'll, we'll, we'll come back. That'll be later on tonight. That's so, a good, um, but can I share? Because, you know, I did a news story this week and I was terrified. Like, I think I told that poor 13 ABC girl four different times not to edit me to make me sound one-sided. Like, it's just, you know what I mean? Like, this conversation is so challenging that it's hard to... Not that. Uh, oh, okay, uh, I mean, but go ahead. Well, I was talking about what we talked about personally on Friday. Oh, yeah. But I, I mean, I was just adding to the last bit of the Blade story and that they felt like their words were being changed to not sound so one-sided. But it's like you're, you're reporting. It, you know what I mean? When you're reporting on something like this and you're, it's just hard not to sound, seem like you're sounding one-sided. But when you're reporting on facts... The right. facts only lean to one side. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and the editors, so far as I know, were, were told to change or add like adverbs or adjectives to make it less one-sided. Yeah. So the Writers Guild, who, if you follow any of these people on Twitter, and a lot of these people, so a couple of these people, are my, I call them my friends. Mm -hmm. um, a co other ones are, are just great colleagues. Sure. So I support them. Um, and, and they have long had issues with the blocks and... and, and you know, they've got a strong union. So they finally put their foot down and said, we're going to do something against this. You can't tell us, you know, you can't have us changing facts. Yeah. Um, so they did a byline strike, which means they took all their names of who wrote the articles off of the articles. And I don't know wow. how long it lasts. Mm -hmm. um, personally, I think they should have like done a, a strike strike, mm -hmm. especially mm -hmm. since I'm not going to say this, but they had some other avenues in place. And I'll, I will say this, if you're afraid to go to a certain end, what good is mm -hmm. the union then? Yeah. I mean, they're supposed to be protecting your jobs. And so I was going to have somebody on who was going to talk about this. In oh, fact, nice. it would have been Corgi on Corgi podcast. <gasps> oh my God. It's not going to be? No. Aww. Because that person said they were concerned, which is yeah. exactly what the union is supposed to protect you over. Yeah. So I, I'm kind of disappointed that it's like a half measure because I think once this blows over, you know, pe more people will be like, wow, the blocks are at, they, I really hate Buckeye Cable now, as opposed to I'm going to stop reading the blade because of, you know, where those things support. But the other side of this is, yeah, they, so they own Buckeye and most people I did not know that a lot of people dislike Buckeye for their bill or the service. I have zero issues with them whatsoever because I've lived a lot of other places and no, mm -hmm. we actually don't have it that bad. Mm -hmm. um, and for what I pay, I get a quality product, but everybody likes to like when you're, when you're gaming all night and you're down like 48 MBS and you're paying for blank, you go on Reddit and complain. But mm -hmm. I think this is actually going to affect their cable business more than the paper to which I say, um, please, and this is where, why only doing a byline strike, I think, is, is complicated. Please be able to compartmentalize the people who sign the checks and oversee that paper than the writers themselves. Exactly. Because the writers collectively are the best journalists collectively, again, as a unit we have. If the Blade writers aren't doing what they do right now, we have yeah. a serious problem getting what we need to know as the public. In fact, I encourage them, if they did do some kind of strike, there would have been another way for us to get news, knowing that the community is still important. But please compartmentalize the writers and their great work and their evil overlords. I always, I mean, I've always tried to say that. I've all, like, I feel like the argument of the media um, has only, I mean, over the last like six or seven years come forward. But I always try to tell people that, like, 
you know, be aware of what you're reading, what's behind it, who's, you know what I mean? Like who's, who's supporting those things. Um, do your own research. Like don't, you know what I mean? Don't um, count on the, I don't know what I'm trying to say here. But it's hard because you don't know where to go. And so many sources are biased and agenda driven. And I mean, this is, this is part of kind of like the larger plan of some to muddy the truth. They, yes, but I feel like it's our responsibility. I feel like it's my responsibility to make sure that what I know where I'm taking, what I'm taking in, where I'm taking it in from, if it's an opinion piece. I mean, I would not, I guess I wouldn't have known um, with speaking about the blade, like if, you know, the writers, their things were tweaked. Only right. they knew that. I would not have known that. But I feel like that's even the writer was producing what they thought to be accurate and tweaking it may affect the accuracy of it. And I would not have known that. Yeah, it's, um, it's like saying um, uh, th this weekend. Hey, and actually, the sun's out now. This weekend, mm -hmm. the uh, the sun was out. Uh, mm -hmm. Blue skies. They tweaked mm -hmm. to go. The sun was it was kind of blue and the sun was uh, it was partly sunny. <laughs> just enough adjectives to, to and descriptors to, to really incense writers and, yeah. and they should be because again like you said changing of of the facts and, and this is a big deal but I don't think and it got picked up by the Washington Post and the New York it Times did. wow so they have plenty of support within the within the journalism community but mm -hmm. I don't think because of what they decided on they will have as much support as they might have had has they just put their their pens and laptops down and said we're not doing this for you right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what is what is pulling the names from the stories do? Most people, like, if you didn't know that there was a byline strike, you would have no idea. Mm-hmm. None. Um, and, and again, you know, corporations, and, and I think mostly, this is, this is just me uh, uh, surmising, mm -hmm. it, go, it goes back to money. Like, mm -hmm. most corporations... Don't pay people well enough so that they can go out on strike. Like, regardless how strong your union is, at the end of the day, uh, people can't live not getting paid. Right. And a lot of corporations pay people decent, but not enough so where they can step out on their jobs and potentially risk it long term. It just yeah. doesn't work like that. Uh, I know the, when you're talking about, like, the auto worker unions and the nurses, like, those are pretty powerful unions. And I think... Maybe they have a pot of money that those people can tap into. But mm -hmm. trust me, I assure you that the Writers Guild of the Blade and their, their sister guilds, there is no pot of money for those people to tap into when they're not getting paid. I, I mean, I didn't know this much about it. So thank you for the information. But I agree. It's, it's, it's hard to, to choose like a full strike or to walk away from that because you're right. Like it, there's just not enough... Um, you, you're not going to, you're not going to gain enough support to make up for the income that you're going to lose. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, look, over the years, there's been things where I disagreed with, with, uh, with my, my superiors and it's become a, a very common cliche over the last 10 years. Um, is that the hill you want to die on? And there have been, no, <laughs> there have been no yeah. hills that I sought to die on. Um, I was, it was suggested to me that I should take, I think I told, I told you this last week, right? They asked me to take something down here no no yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. on my personal page and you know what i it did wasn't, you do it yeah because you okay. know what it wasn't inflammatory it's basically what everybody was saying and then what everybody agreed upon on friday but you know what it's not worth my job because it, it just doesn't go far enough for, yeah. for a laugh or for a like for me to jeopardize my employment so by all means and that's the thing like you and everybody we are all beholden to somebody and when you when you zoom out from like the politics of things and this candidate and that, can this, that candidate, guess what? All those people, they are tied to money to somebody. And it sucks that it's become this way, but here we are. And I I mean, <laughs> don't you wish more people thought about that? Like, is it worth me losing my employment? Right. Is this the hill I want to die up? Is it fall on, sword I want to fall on, hill I want to die over, whatever you're saying. Agreed. Wish more people would think that through, but unfortunately that doesn't happen. Um, yeah, and most of those people are 20-something, because I, <laughs> I remember having said that and thought that, and there's a, a classic time, it was in like 2006, where this radio DJ somewhere mm -hmm. was like, I quit this bitch on the air, and it was like the first viral thing oh, man. ever. But yeah, there, there are consequences, and you really got to ask yourself, like, it's great to have conviction for the right cause, but are you willing to throw away your job for it, and are you willing to throw away, so look, 
So you kicked one bad employer out of your life. Guess what? Other employers who probably think like the one you walked away from will go, why did you do that? It sucks. Yeah, yeah and I'm exactly. Not, and I'm not going to go capitalism because this is what it is. And um, I'm just saying, again, life is, life is not blackjack. Mm-hmm. It's poker. With a losing hand, you can, uh, you can still win. You've just got to be diligent about playing the game. And um, I support my, uh, my journal friend, my journalistic friends. And the person I was going to have come on was a little hesitant. I said, we're not doing it then. I don't care if it's to talk about yeah. corgis. We're not doing it. Well, they can come on to talk about corgis another day. Right. Maybe a- in- absolutely. Maybe when maybe when it starts to get warm outside and all the all the patios are open and your dogs can go, thousand percent. Um, one last thing with that, as I always like try to talk to people on the Toledo Reddit board, which is usually, look, I love that because I don't know they don't have a great batting average, but when they hit one, they hit it far because usually <laughs> it's look at this picture, look at this rooftop picture, look at this sunrise. Moving to Toledo soon. Where can I live? And people bitching about Buckeye. And it again, it's a lot of people whose internet crapped out for a night or slowed down. And that's the other big problem. It's another big problem in this country that, but there are agendas supporting it. Cables are big, bad monopolies. And I bet where you live, who, who's your cable provider? Uh, Buckeye? No, I don't have a cable provider. And like, if speaking of monopoly, the property I live on, they do not allow outside cable providers. Ah. They contract with their own, and they like it's they contract with Dish Network, and so we they allow Dish Network on the property because they have like really big dishes back here, like really big satellite dishes. And um, if same for internet, you cannot have any other internet company but theirs. And so you pay like $800 in rent and then you add another 50 bucks for internet and then another like 79.99 for cable and it's all managed through the property owners. So like maintenance when they're coming, maintenance can come to unclog your sink and they can also come to install your cable and they can also come to fix the internet that went out. So they like monopolized it all. That And that goes, it's not really much different from places that like only allow AT&T or only allow Comcast. Yeah. It's just a little bit more aggressive there. Yeah. But so few people have choices for who they can have with cable anyway because of where they live. I was talking to Vinny the other day. And oh, Vinny. He, he thinks like me. He thinks like, like me. It's like you know some of these people who, especially after what happened in the last couple of days, if you are that fervent and against those those awful words that person said, then you mm-hmm. might have to fucking move. Like, mm-hmm. you have a house, you might have to move because we have very few options. And in my case, I, I remember I called before um, because I've always been limited. And mm-hmm. somebody said, you can get AT&T. AT, you, I have Buckeye, but you can get AT&T where you live. So I called up AT&T and we're good to go. And then I find it's half the price. Then I also find out it's half the speed. And these days, with so many people working from home, that's not going to cut it for people. So even if you do have a choice, you might make a bad choice just to switch. So what I like to say is sometimes for things that are important to you, especially when it comes about it comes to your money, you got right. to you got to put your moral compass in your pocket. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. And so you're right. There may be people who don't agree with, um, you know, Buckeye Services, but that's all. That's all you can get. Right. Um, yeah. That's. What are you gonna do? You know, pick and choose. Pick your battles. I. You know, to to really show you the nonsense, I will send you one of the uh, the the complaining Reddit posts because, like, I'm se- like once a week, it's like, ugh, isn't there somebody better than Buckeye? And then people hop <laughs> in, and and it's just and literally, like, you will have to move, and then you will likely move somewhere else where you will have very limited options, and when you're um, when your your special intro rate is over, you'll complain about them too. But that I mean, and then where does it end? Like it I, where does it where does it end? Because then you're, you know, although Harvey Weinstein is no longer there, are you looking deep into who's selling you the movies that you're watching? Oh God, are you yeah. looking? You know what I mean? Like where does it end? Like Emma, not not to say I don't disagree. I understand, but you know, to that perfect point, our friend Emma. Sadie ate chocolate last night and had to get rushed to the med vet. (gasps) She did. She's going to be okay. Okay. Um, Emma said, so Hallmark made a pretty large contribution to something that wound up to um, uh, the the Holly guy, one that nobody likes now. Yeah. And and, and there was a a 
political, it's PAC's political action committee, right? Uh-huh. Like, you create that and it donates to specific things so it doesn't come back to your brand. And I, yeah. said, I said to Emma, exactly this. Like, if you dive deep into whether they have a PAC or they just donate, you're not going to like what you, find a lot of, what you find in a lot of places. That's why our boy Philly T had no problem eating hate chicken. <laughs> Chick-fil-A? <laughs> I mean, you, it's just to each his own when it comes to this. I don't know. I don't even want to say to each his own because there's just some stuff that's really just bad. Like, you know what I mean? If you're going, if you're staying at Trump Tower, I don't know. I might look at you funny. <laughs> like, does that make sense? I, so it's not necessarily to each his own, but. You know, what do you say? I, I have no clear sentences today. I don't it, know what my deal is. It's like this. It all it always comes down to money. Like like my earlier point of, yeah, you'd love you'd love to go on strike and you truly believe you're in the right. Go ahead and strike for more than three days and then you got bills to pay. Alex, if you were like uh Thomas and I are going to New York City. We were checking all kinds of Airbnbs mm-hmm. and and hotels and they gave us $39 a night for the entire week at, at, at Trump. And I don't know if his place is nice or not. But you know what? In New York City, $39 a night, and it's a nice place, and it's where That's you want to be. That's a steal. I, I got no moral issue with you. Because, again, we make our decisions based on money. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I still eat Chick-fil-A. I know. Yeah, we put don't, our moral compasses away for certain things. Don't come at me. I don't. I don't think that I really. Do, do you know? You know me well. Do I have a moral compass about certain yes, things? Like absolutely. I do. What, about items like thing things that I can maybe purchase or. I don't dig into that. I don't um, think I do. Look, like I would. I would guess. It's funny because most people will say buy American or, you know, whatever it is. Usually, like, like clothing or cars or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. One, um, yeah, yeah that, that's great. There, there might be more jobs or something. Two, a lot of those things would be exorbitantly expensive for them to be made here. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't think about that. Or, mm-hmm. again, if you have a favorite brand, like, look, I'm sure a lot of the sneakers that I buy and love dearly are made in some questionable places in Asia. And that's just not a compromise I'm willing to make. <laughs> I'll just deal with it. There's a lot of stuff that you get that's probably made by questionable places in Asia. But look at every piece of clothing on your body. It's probably all made there. Um, that, that's true. So, but that that that's like a whole larger thing. Um, Even some people's hair, you know. There you go. <laughs> um, oh. So um, last week, and I think I said this with you on, on on Monday. We did we only do Monday last week. We might have. We tried Thursday, but Ashley, you had to split early. Yes, um, that's right. There's not too many times on here that like I can toot my horn. And I know that I probably come off as very arrogant anyway, but you kind of, if you're talking to a microphone, there's all, someone's always going to think you're arrogant. Um, I told you the Browns were going to be okay because the Steelers are a steaming pile of shit. Yes, I did watch last night. Did until you enjoy it? Until halftime. I did. I mean, we, Thomas and I both watched and Thomas doesn't really watch sports. And I only watch Cleveland sports once somebody makes it into the playoffs most of the time. Um, or if there's just a really good game coming. Um, re- as of lately, at least. I enjoyed it. It was nice to watch. I was impressed by them. I felt like the Steelers, damn, this is hard to watch at I first. I was expecting, though. And I also like to turn off Cleveland sports once they start to give you a little bit of um, anxiety. And I heard that the Steelers were starting to, um, yeah. come back a little bit and, and everybody was talking about here come the heartbreak kids or the heartache kids or something like that. Um, and I had turned it off by then. I was trying to get some sleep. Yeah. The, I think the final was 48, 37. They were up 28, nothing in the first quarter and then up, um, 35, 10, but uh, the Steelers have been a, a flame. So do you, do you remember the time I told you Andre ate all those protein bars and I had to throw away the area rug? Cause it was like, like a pound, like a pound, like 16 ounces of liquid poo. No. Yeah, he did that. I didn't, I, I, it was like swishing liquid around and not trying to pick up poop. I just threw the fucking rug away. That's the Steelers for the last five weeks. <laughs> I know that feeling. Pete's had some, we've given him some wet food recently and he's had the worst gas and like 
poop that when you go to pick it up, it falls through your fingers. Yeah. Or like when you wipe your own butt and you need a sponge. <laughs> when you smeared it. <laughs> that's the, uh, yeah, that's the, that's the Steelers. So good for the Browns. I'm sorry that there was some, some heart attack or some blood pressure rise in the second half, but the Browns scored yeah. enough. And, you know, really it was like their one quarter Super Bowl because they're probably going to get waxed now by the Chiefs. But I, I'm so incredibly happy for Browns fans. Nearly 30 years since they last won a playoff game. And uh, tonight it's Ohio State, which should be an equally, it should be an exciting game. I'm bummed that the Browns are going to be playing the Chiefs, obviously because the Chiefs won the Super Bowl last year. But also um, my like in my personal life and my good friends, I, I grew up with Travis and we're still friends and my friends are still friends with him. So we support Travis and the Chiefs, at least in our like in our family and, and all of my good friends support Travis and the Chiefs. So it's going to be bittersweet because he'll be playing the Browns. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? But it's also going to be bitter because we don't want them. You know, I love the Browns and I love the Chiefs. Those are the only teams I support. One because of Travis, one because I'm from Cleveland. So there you go. Um, you said bittersweet. I just I'm pulling up the. The point spread. Hold on. Don't let it be bittersweet because Kansas City's a 10-point favorite. That's a lot of points. I know. I know. I mean, but good for the Browns. You couldn't have asked for more than this, not with Kansas City looming. No, I know. I know. And, I mean, Travis is Travis just – he's gone so far. It's it's crazy to even watch. Um, Did I – so, Diddy got drowsier as my day went on on Friday. Like, when we spoke on – Friday Did night. He? Yeah. Friday oh, night. Sweetie. If I hadn't been through this with him before, I would have been panicked that mm-hmm. I gave him, or even if I wasn't on medication, I would have mm-hmm. been panicked that I gave him too much. He's dying. You know, you check all the boxes for crazy paranoia. But fr- like deep into Friday night, he was like, if you've seen, you've probably seen my pictures. Like when I, mm-hmm. we all have our spots on the couch. Yeah, so do we. <laughs> Diddy was so zombie-like. I'm like, dude, just lay in that spot right there. Dad and Andre will take the other side because he was he was out of it. He was so drowsy. Oh, poor thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's all. I'm waiting to get the test results back. What did? So I thought he just. Did, okay, what happened then? Okay, I wanted to get a senior blood panel run on him. Okay, that's what Andre got. Yes. I also had his, his urine uh, tested. Um, he's been peeing a lot lately. He's been drinking oh. a lot of water. Mm-hmm. It could be a UTI. It could be something yeah. else. It could be kidney disease, which is manageable. Yeah. So just when, But I, I needed, if, if I sent him in there without his nails getting cut, they would have said something. But, I thought, I swear to God, I thought he was just getting a nail trim. Like, I thought that's all it was because I know some dogs, like, cannot get nail trims without getting put down. Um, I thought that's what it was. Yeah, if, if, Back in September, it was, well, back in, so I don't ever take him to the vet because he has mm-hmm. no need. And mm-hmm. I, I told this to Bethany on Friday, his nails are not so long that they're sharp and painful. Mm-hmm. They don't get caught on carpet or blankets. They don't scratch up the floor. And I really just don't want to do him the mental harm. Mm-hmm. Like he was, he leaned on the way home and they still had to fucking muzzle him. <laughs> Poor baby. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Pete gets muzzled as soon as... He gets muzzled in the car. Like, they come out to the car and put a muzzle on him. Can't so, even bring him back first. He's hopefully yeah. good with that for uh, for a couple of years. Good. Um, so, I went to... Uh, I w- went to grab food on Friday night. I think I grub-hubbed. And uh, there's a new Mediterranean place called La Vie. Where? Uh, it's right next to Big Lots at Spring Meadows. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. Um, and I had seen it. I haven't been over there yet. But somebody on my Facebook posted dinner from there. I'm like, there's the Grubhub call for tonight. And I'm scrolling down the menu. And they have all different kinds of burgers. Mm-hmm. Well, jackass, of course you'd get a burger from a Mediterranean place. But ho- hold on, hold on, hold on. They had shawarma-covered fries. <gasps> Were they good? I don't know. Why? <laughs> Oh my God, how could you tell me that? And then you didn't, you didn't even eat so it. So I ordered the burger. I, I forget what burger I got. And I ordered the shawarma fries. 
I was doing a bunch of stuff on online. I, I forget what I was doing, but I missed a call. Mm-hmm. Then we get to the 40 minute mark and I'm like, my food should be here. And I check Grubhub and it says your food was or your food was canceled by the vendor. I'm guessing the place called me. And I think when I was talking to that girl, she said they were really busy that night. So I'm guessing they were super busy and just couldn't get to me. Now, because I'm not a dick, I'm not going to go, fuck them. I'm never ordering from them ever again. I'm going to go, wow, they were super busy. That means their food is probably really good. So it's Mm -hmm. worth waiting for. That's true. That's what I would say. Their food is probably really good. The only time I got um, DoorDash canceled is because the the driver made it all the way to my apartment complex and said she couldn't find my address. So she just left. Like you didn't even try. Like I didn't get a phone call, a text message, nothing. Like you just obviously you needed some dinner. So that must have been what that yeah. was. I thought no one's never no one's never not gotten to my place before, but my light outside doesn't work. It's kind of hard to see it anyway. I do have the bright door, but I was thinking of maybe putting numbers on the door. Oh yeah, that'd work. Put some glow in the dark numbers on the door. <laughs> Sorry, I tried to make it funny. No, that it was funny to me. Um, so, but <laughs> I, I, so if this happens again, I'll have a problem. But I'm just going to chalk it up to them being swamped and maybe people finding out about them and <sighs> just not being able to handle because it was the vendor cancellation, not the driver. Oh my gosh, I want to try those fries. That sounds so Shawarma good. fries. So I got it. You'll hate me. Um, sometimes at work we order side on. And I, yeah, we pronounce it. They have the, I don't know what it is, but they have the best cheeseburger. It's an American cheeseburger. It's not like they have any kind of um, Mediterranean spin to it. They have the best cheeseburger. I like, this is so good. (laughs) And and fries. I'm like, God, this is better than like cheeseburger places like Red Robin or whatever. When I, when I saw the pictures, and it was like a legit menu, not one that mm-hmm. they, not one that Grubhub stole from the vendor and did really lame pictures. Like, I think I got it was like a Southwest burger, so it was jalapenos and all the shit on it. Um, and I was hoping that it was as good as what you just described, Sedan as. But I'm gonna know. look it up. I'm gonna look that place up when we get off the phone. I'm, see, I'm hungry and I wasn't gonna eat my pizza until we were done. Um, wait, do I have two? I have one last thing. And then we can, we can talk some other stuff if you want. Um, so I realized that, like, the country is kind of on fire. <laughs> and we're, we're, yeah. waiting, we're waiting for things. And who knows what's going to happen. Blah, blah. Like, he got kicked off of Twitter. If you want another 70-year-old on Twitter, I can sign my dad up if you want. Please. That would be so fun. Somebody needs to work Sonny's Twitter account also. Somebody, uh, yeah. Because <laughs> I ain't doing it. What's so loud behind you? The heater. My heat just came on. I know. It's the furnace. I'm telling you, that's how small my apartment is, guys. Like, I'm sitting all the way at the end of the living room. I can see my kitchen and my bathroom from here. And my furnace is right there. And the heat just kicked on. And it's so loud. I just turned it off, but it'll take a little minute. So there's a lot going on, obviously. (laughs) Yes. Does anybody know... That a fucking plane crashed in the ocean and nobody seems to care about it. So I learned that the other day, Thomas, then the next day was like, did you know a plane in Indonesia Yeah. or something like that? I'm like, how many Indonesian planes have, have went down in the last three years? Too many. Too- well, <laughs> That's well, what I thought. Well, there was, there was the one that they still haven't found mm-hmm. from like seven years ago. But I think there was one after that that they did come up with. But we all think about that one seven years ago, but um, yeah, this was like that part of the world again, and I know that these things happen like once every decade. That's still too many plane crashes for me, and they did find the black boxes at least. Oh, did they? And they found it, they found it actually pretty quick. They found it quicker than I thought. Like, I remember seeing that a plane went down um, and that they didn't have any other information, and then maybe a day later that they found it. Yeah, they found the black boxes, and I guess there was mechanical error, but also pilot error as well. Oh, jeez. And I, this is crazy. I don't know how many people died in the plane. I thought it was 60-something. Was it? I don't know, because the story, wasn't en- the story wasn't enough places for me to see it. So I, 
I don't know if it's just because of where you live, you become preoccupied with what's going on around you. Do you often forget that like the U S is not the entire world? Like there's a world around us. No, never. Okay. Sometimes I do. <laughs> like I admit sometimes there's so much shit going on like around me that I forget that we are just one piece of an entire world. And I think that the U S is also such a shit show right now that we're just taking up all the, all the room. You know what I mean? Like we're taking up all the space at the moment or at least 80% of the space. I don't want to say anything insensitive right now, but you're not oh, wrong. Okay. Did, is what I said insensitive? No, not at all. I was going to okay. take it a step farther. Oh, <laughs> yes. Don't sound insensitive. Um, um, but good you're, call. You're, you're, but I, I like to think that I have a pretty global view, so I keep an eye on things. But it's good that you have an eye right here where we live and, and what's around us. That's important. Yeah, it is. But I think also what the, re- the rest of the, um, you know, what's going on in other parts of the world is just as important. Like, I can't tell you how many people I had to explain Brexit to back in the day. Uh-huh. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, the world's oldest orangutan died. I saw that, too. Yeah, Inji. And oh, what a cute little name. And if you would have told me that the orangutan was only 61, I would have said you're a liar because I thought they live a lot longer than that. I thought they live in their 80s. Yeah. Yeah. It's a poor. And they, they put them down, too. <gasps> oh, you probably had a rough last few years. Maybe. Sweetie. Um, and I, I saw I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast. I think we did last week. You pointed out the lady who tried to grab. Oh, my gosh. What she thought was her phone from a little black kid in New York City. It was actually in an Uber that she, she left her phone in, and she's yeah. now been, she was charged over the weekend. Boy, you know what? There is, <laughs> I'll say this. There is nobody happier than that lady that the Capitol got stormed on Wednesday because she, <laughs> she got to skate. And thank God they are finding all of these motherfuckers because they are so dumb. They took selfies and put it on video, and the <sighs> Internet is picking these dudes off one by one. I am, if people want to find, I'm not even going to say entertainment. I have to like come to terms with my own feelings on this because I am getting more enjoyment out of the backlash than what I should be because it was so serious. So at the same time, like I'm watching, I'm still watching some of the footage where they're showing footage that we haven't seen before and I'm getting even more sad. Like it truly was worse than what we thought. Oh God. Yeah, th- like today though, I, it's saw the, awful. I saw the picture. So forget about a uh, uh, Viking guy and Confederate flag guy. Right. The guy with all the zip ties. Oh yeah. 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 There, and there was multiple. There was one that said something about camp Auschwitz and that he had on a sweatshirt that said camp Auschwitz. You know and what then, that is, right? Yeah. Kind. And yeah, and I—I I mean, I don't understand. What is it? Goodwin's, Godwin's law. Godwin's law. Everything goes there back we to go. everybody go, talking the internet, argue on the internet long enough, and it goes back to a Hitler reference. And then there was a video um, where it was showing officers that were in the crowd. They got like snatched out into the crowd, and the crowd was just assaulting these officers. And one of them was getting assaulted with an American flag. Like there was an American flag on a pole, and the person took the pole and started beating the officer with the American flag pole. One of the Capitol Police officers uh, uh, was hit with a fire extinguisher and died. And I, look, I don't want to be the person that the other side makes fun of, that the the mainstream, blah, blah, blah. But Mm -hmm. it it does appear, any place you might have read today that said, this is more than just like... um, a, a crowd like these people yeah. were, were fairly coordinated with walkie talkies and earpieces and yeah and zip ties all of their tactical gear and and i do believe to some degree that some of the people some mm-hmm. not all a, a number of people in authority who let these people pass very likely have same ideological views Probably. which is what your people have believed for a long, long time. And you know what? I get it now, too. And when I hear the word infiltrated, it makes mm-hmm. my heart stop. I, like, had an interesting feeling that day. I was really, at first, I was like, oh, my gosh. I, I wasn't entertained by it, but I'm like, okay. I, like, I knew this was coming. This doesn't shock me at all. You guys are ridiculous. And then as the day started to go on, like, imagine you have two kids, like a brother and a sister. This was actually a lot like my own household. I was always considered the troublemaker. I was always getting in trouble. My brother was an angel, but my brother was always the one instigating it. 
always, always the one being the weasel about it, always being sneaky about it. And then at one point, like my brother, like they finally saw it. So I smacked the hell out of my brother one day. I was probably like six, smacked the shit out of him, you know, like just crying. And my dad came downstairs and I got disciplined. And then when he asked, I said, my brother kept poking me and bothering me. And I asked him really nicely to stop. And he said to my brother, is that true? And my brother goes, yes, it is true. Oh <laughs> it was the same. Like, I felt like I was sitting on the couch watching, you know, what I have known to be true for so long, what I have seen for so long. And everybody just is letting it, sweeping it under the rug. It's not a big issue. Clearly, people thought it wasn't not people institutions thought it wasn't an issue because they didn't even have enough officers and military. We don't have to go down this whole route though, um, for this protest. And it's like, you're sitting there like, this is look, you like, look, 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 look what they're doing. Look at what they're doing. Look at how awful and nothing is happening. They get to go home. It's like, you know what I mean? (laughs) I think it was after the South Carolina one. That's the guy that was running away. Like, like an old fat dude who got shot. Right. Um, Yes, there was a, you're talking about the black guy that got shot by the cops. Would I ever talk about a white guy? <laughs> yes, yeah, he, yes, he was running away and he got shot in the back. I thought you were talking about the protests. In no, South no, 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 yeah, the, the, the gentleman that was shot in, in, in the back, which was like, that, that, that one really woke people up. And mm-hmm. I remember asking myself, why does this keep happening? And then I go, dumbass, because people that hire <laughs> those people think like those people. So yeah. that's why it keeps happening. And... Yeah, there yeah. were very likely people in the, in, in the authority force, whether it's just one or a handful, who were like, mm-hmm. Chuck, have at it. You know, you know, we agree. Did you see, um, remember the, so the pictures that I showed you that afternoon of that woman, mm-hmm. I saw her, I saw the video was pretty widely circulated from regular news sources of her getting shot. Did you see that? I did not. I chose not to watch that, but so I, go a, ahead. A couple of the officers were still watching that door, and I mm-hmm. think... Who knows what side this guy was on, but he's like, listen, guys, this is noble work that you're doing here, but these people mean business. You should probably leave for your own safety. I just, oh, go ahead. I don't know how, who was accurate or truthful or, 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 or whatever, but that, when they walked away, those Neanderthals, that's when they tried to break through and that's when somebody brought a gun out. The guy, the people on the other side of the door said he's got a gun and that's when he shot the woman who died, the army lady, who was trying to get through the window. It's wild stuff. It is. And I don't, I mean, I don't want to sound controversial by any means, but I did, I'm only repeating back what I read that I agreed with. I think that um, I've seen some language in reporting what's happening because there was also a gentleman that was pretty high up in the military, retired, that was one of the ones with the zip ties at, in the state house, like in, and he was at, like in the chambers themselves and he had zip ties and he was pretty high up in the military and they were referring to him and they were referring to someone else as um, being radicalized by um, QAnon theories and, you know, some of these conspiracies. And I'm just like, this is the same term. These are the same terms that they use for people who are radicalized by ISIS. Yep. And it's the exact same thing. I would like to see those conversations continue because I think we need to start talking about it in the it as in is as what it is like it is what it is i will say i'm extremely sad there's people that i know in my life that are pretty close and unavoidable unfortunately that are not that believe in these kinds of things and are justifying them and explaining them and it's it's like you know what I, it's just it's just troubling and it's not you know you would think that something like this would start to change people's minds and get us face get us in the right direction and i think it's getting worse so, but what I, what I feel bad about, and I feel bad that I don't feel bad. And sometimes I have feelings that I have to check myself for, but I'm a human being. So I never deny them and I stand behind them 100%. You know what I mean? Like I'm never, I'm, I am who I am. I am finding so much entertainment in lo- watching these people learn they're on the no-fly list. Good. <laughs> like, oh yeah. I, I, <laughs> I love the one-by-one doxing of these people oh my gosh in some way it's for anybody that thinks that the government can find you with like three keystrokes you're (laughs) fucking wrong the internet can but the government can't because it's a little concerning that the government can't track these people down faster i get it they're busy they're trying to get people their stimuluses Mm -hmm. so if 
if Steven in his basement is three keystrokes away from finding Al with the zip ties by, <laughs> by means have added. But yeah, I'm enjoying finding out who these people are one by one. And, and, I, and I hope their sentences end in years. I hope so too. I, I mean, that's part of my frustration and that they got to go home and probably sit on their couches and feel accomplished and feel this arrogance and feel motivated. Um, I was extremely frustrated by that. Um, and I'll continue to be, uh, but I, and part of me, like my coworker and I were trying to figure out if the, if this is done intentionally, like how do they make it all the way onto the plane knowing they're on a no fly list? Like, how does that work? But there was one video that was really sad where a woman was getting arrested and she was getting pulled away from her children. That was sad. I'm not that evil, but I am finding like enjoyment. I am. I am finding enjoyment out of this. And I really hope that they get what they have coming to them um, as it pertains to the law and serving time. Um, and it's going to be an interesting few weeks because, you know, there's more and more reports like D.C. is D the D.C. mayor just had a conference today where she was urging people not to come down to the inauguration. And apparently there's another protest on like the 17th and there's there's nationwide protests on the 16th where people are going to state houses at their, you know, within the state yeah. so in, in Columbus. So there's a lot of information oh. coming out like Michigan just banned guns at their state capitol today, probably ahead of whatever is happening on the 16th. And I, I tried to have a reasonable discussion with somebody who is kind of a friend. Mm -hmm. And I'm just not going to do it anymore because I will wind up like greatly disliking this person. And I probably should. Yeah. There are obvious instances where people throughout the summertime have been actively cut out from voting mm -hmm. and other things. They have had their rights gerrymandered away. Mm -hmm. Like, you have... Oppression, racism, mm -hmm. all of that stuff. Like, it's factual. It's very easy to track it down. And that's why I always support them. And I, and I said it over the summertime. I don't like that you're breaking shit if you are. But I get it. Because mm -hmm. when the one voice you've been told you have doesn't exist, mm -hmm. I get it. The only reason this other stuff is happening because is because he said the election was, was a fraud and I won. Yeah. What? Yeah, and, and they're still pushing that message. I know! It's awful. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah, yeah. no, I agree. I don't think that there's a com um, comparison. It's just... Um, and and it's, it's actually extremely ironic because a lot of these people who are protesting, you know, the election are going to become felons that can no longer vote. Good. So they can no longer, you know, do their part to support their their candidate. And to be honest... The majority, and I know that this is getting completely political, but it's like this person that is leaving the White House next week has completely ruined any opportunity for that party to do do they, what they view as good work for probably decades. Like the midterms are in two years. How do you think those are going to go? <laughs> like, no, granted, <laughs> it was an emotional day. It was an emotional moment. I don't know if you were still watching at that point. But Lindsey Graham was on the floor of Congress. I did saying, watch the entire thing. You can count me out. Now, granted, yeah. he he was just like <laughs> being the last rat off the boat. But, <laughs> but when yeah. but when you have Lindsey Graham saying that that's it, I'm done. This isn't this is enough. Yeah. Um, granted, it took violence on the floor where he does his job um, to get him to say that. But when you get him saying that. Well, the I mean, pro it's an alternate reality and it's it, unfortunate too many people are believing it. It is an alternate reality and the and the even more reality to it is that I don't trust that he is saying that in good faith. I trust that he's saying oh, that I, because he barely he won his election, his reelection by the skin of his chinny chin chin and um I think I don't trust I don't trust the motivation behind him saying that. Like I feel like there is pieces of him that B believe that and agree with that but I think it I think there's a lot of damage control that's going to need to be done because I think they all will know and understand that their chances of even have any even 
you know, any kind of it, the party being even with the Democratic Party is going to be like the midterms in the next two years are going to be interesting if they can't start to play damage control and separate themselves and maybe become a little bit more moderate. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Get back on the ordinary path that you were on, at least like give us some of that. Like <laughs> my biggest political takeaway from the weekend is that and I don't know what the politics is politicization of mm -hmm. the art is mm -hmm. and why Kamala Harris is on Vogue and why that's a deal. All I know is you will never get me in a pair of dress shoes ever again. You were in dress shoes? Well, and there, there is part of the joke, but um, did, <laughs> did you see the Kamala Harris Vogue? No, I didn't. She's in a suit wearing, wearing sneakers. So is she? Yeah. And, oh, and there's cool. people are upset about, it. I don't know what it is. I just looked straight down and said, I'm done with dress shoes ever and ever again. That's actually true. You know, I thought about that when I went, when I went, when I visited overseas, the amount of people that were in like tennis shoes and ratty tennis shoes paired with really good outfits, like really good style blew my mind. Like I was, I didn't, I overpacked, completely overpacked. And when I got there, I only wear, I only wore my ratty pair of shoes because everyone else was. So I was completely comfortable, looked like everyone else, didn't even care. And I, I'm like, I come back to the U.S. and I'm just like, why don't we have this here? Like, why don't, why don't we do this? <laughs> Ask, I, I wonder what Philly thinks about that. Ask him that on Friday and see what he says. But I'm like, like, why don't we do that here? We didn't come up with joggers. They did. <laughs> like, I love it. I love it. If if any one of the the after effects of the pandemic will be the, I was already in it. The athleisureization. You were already in it. Yes, <laughs> right. You you definitely like, you were known for it. I have I have sweatpants that I wear to work. I have sweatpants that I sleep in. I mean, there's a big difference, and it's usually some kind of elastic. But yeah, that's very true. Go I, eat, go uh, go eat your pizza rolls. I'm going to eat my pizza rolls and do some work and play with the dogs. Okay. Um, we'll, have a, we'll have our astrologer tomorrow. And I, I'll see if the Corgi people want to come on and not and talk Corgi stuff. That'd be fun. That'll be fun. I I feel like I was out of it today. I wasn't forming full sentences like I normally do. I don't know because it's been an okay day. Like, I'm just fine. It's just, uh, you know. I don't and, know. Uh, seeing how, uh, let me see how my car stuff goes today. There's some curveballs because when is there isn't? I would like to ask you about your your thing you were left with on Friday. I'd like to know about that. What was I left with on Friday? There was a problem. Oh. You remember? Oh yeah! Oh that, yeah! That, that, oh that. yeah! Oh yeah! Well, and I, I can also share stories. I tried to take the dogs out at the same time on that little joint leash. Mm-hmm. Today, maybe that's what it is because I was frustrated and exerted too much energy in that little bit of time. Didn't work at all. Pete the, just the tether that I have. Oh my god, Pete just bodied Sunny. Sunny has tether them. Tether yeah, Sun. Go ahead. Tether them. You know what? If one if you if one of them doesn't like it, then the other one, then that one can deal with it. So, like Sunny just got dragged by Pete. Like Pete just bodied her the entire time. He's so strong for a little thing. All right, I'll text you later on tonight. Okay. Okay, bye. Bye.